Hi everybody, it's Carol Clark and Alice Edgerton here with Fulfilled After 50, your podcast for filling you up anytime that you want or need it. Yes, so today we are talking about just how do you thrive through the holidays and really thriving to me means like during the holidays we experience a lot of emotions like i don't know what it is about the holidays but if we have had some sadness or some grief we feel lonely you are separated from your family or you've just had just some trauma during the year it seems to be the holidays escalate that emotion so for me today i am just going to be encouraging you on what do you do with those emotions because they also can set up some triggers for you so you're around family sometimes that's going to set a trigger for you or you're doing a lot of shopping and there's a lot of like hustle and bustle out there okay i was in the black friday shopping and i can tell you like if you're on a emotional like ledge that can really topple you over right that's, <laughs> that's why i had to avoid it couldn't do it <laughs> some people get really rude at this period of time i don't know i try to be the opposite okay so yeah. it's supposed to be really like a light-hearted mm -hmm. like time of year right. right you're joyous you're thankful it's like jesus's birthday and like what are we reflecting on really okay and then we go back to the cooking right everybody is like and about the story with your mom. I know. I would say that I have a story. My, my mom is a big baker. And at the holidays, um, people look forward to her cookies. And for as long as I can remember, forever, she makes uh, like 12 different kinds of Christmas cookies, which to me is really overwhelming. And there was a period in time where I really think she enjoyed that. So she would make all these cookies and she'd announce to me I made 592 cookies today or oh over the goodness. past week. and. And eventually, it turned from I got to or I had joy in making these cookies to I have to make those 12 different <laughs> kinds of cookies. I need to. So I was finally oh like, goodness. do you want to do it? Do you like doing it? If you don't right. like doing it, then why are you doing it? I think we all run into this sort of a habit, especially if you have some tendencies like, uh, you know, if you're a people pleaser. Right. You may feel like you have to yeah. do that because everyone that uh, is looking forward to receiving your cookies, but really once you kind of cut that out and ask yourself, what am I saying? Am right. I saying I need to or I have to? Or am I saying that I get to and I want to? And yes. then that will help you discern what you want to continue doing and what you really need to consider right. letting go of. Exactly. Letting go of it. Yes. It's like, so again, just going back to the shopping, it's sometimes when we are out in the stores and we see all these cute decorations, we're like, oh, I could use that. I could use that. But it's like, really? Do you really need that? Right. And then what do you do with it after the holidays? That's just something else that's going to clutter your attic and mm -hmm. it's just excessive spending. Right. So one of the ways I think to hone in on the holidays is to be careful with your spending. Yeah. And so when my kids were here for the holidays, 
Gabrielle was like a week before Thanksgiving and then Joshua was here Thanksgiving and then I have two other children so we were all together they're all adults they all have their own jobs so it was to the point that okay you have your own earnings now, so you can basically go out and get what you want. So we're limiting it to two things this year. And they're not frivolous things like Joshua, he said he wanted like those wireless ear pods. Mm -hmm. He's in corporate America. He needs those for conference calls. He goes to work out all the time. So that's like a practical gift. And then his other one was, um, I consider it not really a practical gift. He wanted a new golf club, okay? So <laughs> I'm thinking that's not real practical, but that was his two things. And then Gabrielle's in Philly. She needs boots and she needs clothes. They're really practical things. So that's what we are limiting our Christmas to is what is going to be the most practical instead of just frivolous shopping. Right. You're, they're not going to use it. It's going to sit on a shelf and then you've, you've got this credit card bill that comes in next month, right? Right. True confession. And I know I learned this growing <laughs> up, but true confession, I, um, for years and I, I still do. I have a, a set budget, but I, I, I force myself, I have four kids, and I force myself to spend, I equal it all out so they all have the same dollar amount, and then I make sure obsessively that they have the same number of packages to open. Yes. Which is so, it's stressful. Yes. It's, um, truth be told, it's yes. so stressful. And I think yeah. the only person who really cares about it is me, because when they're little, sure enough, they wouldn't have known the difference, but I still had to have it all even up. Yes. Uh, but nowadays, it's, you know, they all want different things. One wants something that's a higher price point than the other. And yes. so I, I finally, and it's really hard for me, I have to say. It it's is. It's so hard for me, but I have to like stop, yes. and I need to realize that it's not, that's not what it's about. It's not right. about just being, you want to be fair, but it's yes. not, do they really care at their age that they have, I mean, they're 17 I, through 22, that they have the same number of presents to open? They do. <laughs> I can tell you they do. Because when Joshua was home, Gabrielle wanted this specific pair of boots, okay? They're the fry boots, literally, like she's been Whoa. asking for four years for these fry boots, okay? So, but now this year, since it's limited to two, this gift came in when Joshua was home. She was not home. He opened that box and this was his immediate reaction. They smell like more than all my gifts combined. <laughs> Yes, I can tell you they still, because I did the same thing too, and I still do. I, I really know. want to make sure they have the exact same amount of presents, but they're old enough so I can, you know, tell Gabrielle, I can justify because they are in their mid-20s, like yeah. these are your two gifts, but you know monetarily that he's going to have more because your two gifts. So it's like they can wrap their heads around that. But right. when they were little, they couldn't. So yeah, yes. I was that mom too. It's like, mm -hmm. sure, you wanted them to be even and you don't want one to say, well, I was her favorite. <laughs> right, because I know in our family, I'm known as the favorite, I'm the golden child. <laughs> so, but it does happen. So I guess what Alice and I are trying to, to talk about a little bit is, is what can you do over the holidays to, to thrive and not just survive or barely hang on by exactly. your fingernails? Uh, or your toenails just so so what can you do like we mentioned really look at are you doing things that you really want to do that you desire to do or are you doing things because you feel like you have to do them and you will end up surprising yourself if those things that you don't really enjoy 
you let go. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Is one thing. The other thing is not to compare yourself to others. So, so Alice has her own traditions. Yeah. I have my own traditions and it's okay that they're different. We don't have exactly. to be the same. And I don't have to be the first person on my block to put my Christmas decorations up. Right. I don't have to have the most Christmas decorations. Um, I, I need to do the decorations that are right for me right. and that bring me joy. So exactly. when I was decorating, I, I have a, a traditional tree and I use, it's, it's a lot of handmade ornaments. It's things that we've collected from vacations. It's sentimental. It's a Aww. sentimental tree. So yeah. for me, I get, I remember everything as I put it back on. I put my music on. That's enjoyable for yes. me. Yes. And when I stop yeah. enjoying that, I'll probably rethink that. And yes. I put up decorations outside, but I don't go crazy where uh, I feel like I have to or I need to or I'm trying to compete with somebody else. Right. So don't compare yourself to others, which is easier said than done, I know. But you will do yourself a huge favor if you do that. Yes. The other thing we talked about was not overspending. Have your budget and understand what your budget is. Do what yeah. you, don't don't buy in order to make yourself feel better or to have yourself belong with other people. Buy what is right for you and consider giving things that are more your time. Yes. Um, things that you've put loving care into in terms of making it. If you're not crafty, you know, just think through what it is that you're giving uh, and and not don't feel so compelled to make sure that it has a certain dollar amount to it. And right. if you do have a dollar amount that you feel compelled to spend, then next year think about it proactively start right. saving each of the 12 months a little bit each month so it's going to add up at the end of the year you're not adding this added stress of a huge credit card bill right yes so two things like i will just hit on for you is when you are feeling really a sense of sadness and loneliness and i tell you because we are hitting it on ourselves this christmas because my husband lost his baby sister this year and so when we feel some grief and sorrow when those holidays hit and those special loved ones are not going to be around, how, how do we deal with that emotion? For one, like we will look for somebody else maybe that is going through um, some illness some cancer look for somebody that you maybe can impact their life when you can do something for somebody else and impact somebody else's life it changes your life mm -hmm. so we will look for somebody that we can help this season just for her remembrance because she did so much for the cancer community. So when we are doing something for somebody else, it also brings her memory about and it gives us special happy memories. Another thing is when you are feeling a sense of overwhelm, and that's what we all deal with you know carol and i will touch on a lot of podcasts for one about overwhelm comparison self-talk and all that but for this particular season when you are feeling a sense of overwhelm is take a minute in the morning and we talk about this so much mm -hmm. we focus on this on our women's retreats that we do right. is taking that time in the morning to meditate just clearing out your head and focusing on the, the positive. What does that do for you when we meditate? It provides a sense of calm, right. a sense of calmness over you. So you are proactive during the day and not reactive. Right, now at this time of year, you may think, who's got time for that? Um, now is the time when you think you don't have time, that's the time you need it the most. 
And that's the time you need to take advantage of that because it can help change your entire outlook and your entire coping mechanism exactly. for every hour, every day, every week of this holiday season so that you can focus yeah. on what's most important. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's always about family, guys. Right. Everything else is a bonus that comes with it, but right. it's, it's about your family and it's about being present and not your presence that right. you give. And what about if you are lonely because you don't have a lot of family? Perhaps you're isolated. I know we don't have any family that lives here in the area. Uh, or you may have, you know, just not have a lot of, um, of, of friends that you spend a lot of time with over the holidays. Yes. So what do you do in that case? It creates grief. Yes. It creates um, sadness for many people. And at that time, I guess my message there is that it's never too late to make a friend. Exactly. And it, you can find them in the most uh, various places. It's just having yourself open to being uh, a friend to someone. It could be at church. It could be someone you meet out somewhere. It could be any women's group. It could be through our Fulfilled After 50 group. It could be someone you met at one of our retreats. Yes. Um, and I think that's what it is. It's building a community. Exactly. Of people who want to be able to connect with other women who are in similar situations. Yes. So take advantage of that. And, that's um, right. And connect to our group, our Fulfilled yeah. After 50, 5 -0. So you can subscribe to this podcast. Mm -hmm. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yep. Or you can come to our free Facebook group.